Hi, everybody. I'm Dave, and this is Coffee and Capes. And honestly, this is a very special episode of Coffee and Capes, just like, you know, your favorite TV shows back in the 80s or 90s had a very special episode when they were going to, usually that meant like Michael Keaton was going to drink too much or something. But uh, today's a very special episode. One, we're missing my buddy John. But if you're on YouTube, you can see we've got Ruben Nahara. Ruben, welcome. Hey, thank you for having me on. This is going to be fun. Love the show. Thank you so much for saying that. Really glad that, uh, that you're a fan. We're so excited. Uh, we're going to do, Ruben does so much. He's uh, he's he's a podcaster himself. He's uh, uh, been a professional skateboarder. He's he's a proprietor of a comic book store. Um, and he's a comic book writer. If you're old like me, you have a particular Beatles song going through your head right now. Comic book writer. Anyway, <laughs> I am not a singer. Uh, so uh, we're going to get into all of that in just a minute. Uh, let me just real quickly run down all of our uh, of our proper's real quick. So you've hopefully you've uh, obviously you've found us in some way. Uh, you can find us in all the podcast places, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, all those things. Uh, we'd love to have you connect with us. We're on all the socials. We're coffee underscore n underscore capes on Instagram and Twitter, coffee and capes on YouTube and you know Facebook because we have to be. And uh, and our website is uh, is coffeeandcapes.com. Um, or the really fun, weird one is comics.coffee. Like who knew coffee was a URL that you could do? Like that's so weird, right? But but it works. Um, you can find our stuff there. You, we're, we're featuring uh, the Trinity. I'm drinking some Trinity right now. It's, it's my favorite of our mediums. It's really good. It's a single origin from South America. The trick is it's like, it's a medium, it's single origin, but it's medium and light and dark roasted and then all put together. So it kind of comes out medium, but it's, it tastes really good. Um, and like we say, it's the best for tackling world ending events with all the strength of the Boy Scout, the ferocity of the Amazon and the wits of the detective. And that's not at all a very well-veiled uh, reference. So I'm sure you all get what that's about. Okay, so thanks for being here with us. And oh my gosh, Ruben, so really glad that you uh, you reached out and um, and told us all about your, your Archie comic and that we have a chance to connect with you this way. Um, I yeah, figured, this, how about, yeah, oh, go ahead, man, yeah. Yeah, no, um, first I was gonna say, I don't wanna interrupt you when you're going through there, but uh, actually the bag to, to your guys' uh, coffee looks awesome. I really oh, like it you. actually. Yeah, from the logos to the to, to the outside, the packaging itself, the, the uh, presentation is wonderful, I like it. Yeah, it looks great. Thank you very much. Yeah, we, uh, we worked hard to, and by we, I mean mostly John, that's more his bellywick than mine, but uh, yeah, tried to give it that, you know, that look that would help it stand out, but also connect to the, well, to the geeks that we are <laughs> and the stuff that we like. So thanks. Appreciate that. Um, I figured uh, we start in the present here. Uh, maybe we talk a little bit about Archie Comics and then, uh, you know, hear about all the wide variety of things that you do. Like, my goodness, man, there, uh, between podcasting and being a, a skateboarder and an actor and a producer and uh owning a comic book store what don't you do yeah there's a i do a lot of things That's um awesome. i i basically you have, i have one life to live and i'm just trying to do everything that i absolutely love and, and fit it into one you know <laughs> it's absolutely. like it's like i got like a uh i gotta fill my shopping cart for that one trip to the grocery store i just gotta put everything i need in there you know so absolutely. um yeah i just uh just try to make it happen with everything, everything that's a passion or a dream of mine. I just, I just chase and try to wrangle down until I get it and, and make it happen to some extent. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to do all the things that I love to do and working really hard at them. Um, there's a lot of work involved. A lot, of, a lot of the sure. things that I do, I kind of like, like a good analogy is like, you see like an iceberg, right? And like, you only see the top of it, like the peak, but underneath it's like this giant thing you know and so there's a lot of work that goes into a lot of things and people will see the finished product but there was a lot that went into the journey to get to the position to get to do all these different things so absolutely yeah i, I do work a lot to to make these things happen but it um they all become realities one way or another and um you know i pride myself in 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 pushing myself as well because nothing is nothing is easy everything is takes a lot of work but it's just that drive to get up and tell yourself, like, you know, get to it, make it happen. You know what I mean? Hit the deadlines. Yeah. 
um, you know, do the marketing, uh, everything, just everything, just, just get it all done, you know, and, and learning things, uh, you know, sometimes you have to, to just, uh, for instance, like websites and things like that. Oh my gosh. Right. Um, yeah. you know, I basically like for a lot of things I don't know how to do, I just go to YouTube university, what I call it, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, yeah. teach myself and just learn and learn. And, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, they just, uh, they don't realize that tools out there. And as long as you put the effort and you can learn to do different things, you might not know how to do. And it's scary to, to try to learn these things sometimes, but at, sure. at, at the end of the day, it just takes you jumping in and, and learning how to do them, you know? So I, you know, I've done my own sites and learned graphic design and, um, pretty much everything. You just become like this Swiss army knife of a person to, in order to be able to, be able to run businesses, Right. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and understand Absolutely. everything else that's behind it, you know, so because it's never ending. There's you, you never it, 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 it's not a it's not a destination. I think we ever arrive at. Like yeah, it's, it's constantly a journey. Right. And it's that's a probably a super overused metaphor, but it doesn't it's not wrong. Like yeah. Things become a cliche because they're so useful, perhaps. Yeah. Um, well, let's start with uh, a, the, the project that uh, got you connected with us. And that is you being a writer on the best Archie comic yes. ever. Like, yes. So, like, uh, so right down there. Nahara. I'm sorry. 80, I meant to ask you this. Is it Nahara or Nahara? How do you say uh, it? It's, it's uh, the J is like an H. It's like Nahara. Nahara. I'm sorry. Yeah, Nahara. Oh, all good. All good. Yeah. Um, Archie. Wow. Like Archie's been around for 80 years now. Yeah. And so, I mean, to make a long story short, I basically grew up as a kid and like crossing between Mexico and the United States. And this was before there was iPads and iPhones and TV screens and cars and stuff. So when we get <laughs> right. when I'd get stuck, you know, in the back seat with my, you know, my mom driving in the front, because we'd go to visit uncles or aunts or go to the doctor or something like that. Um, you know, you'd be stuck in that line crossing from Mexico to the US for like three to four hours. I know it sounds insane, but that's how long it takes sometimes just to get across sure. the border. Like you literally you just want to get on the other side of the fence. You're looking at your destination for like three or four hours. Yeah. And like, you have to wait in this line to cross. It's, it's a real thing for anyone who hasn't done it, but, um, you know, my form of entertainment when I was there was comics. That's what right. I would do. That was my inter entertainment. And so when we'd go to like, uh, you know, the local, you know, uh, shoot, I mean, this is, this might sound weird, but there, I don't know if they still exist, but there used to be a place called Kmart when I was a little kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they had comics <laughs> at Kmart and, uh, you know, my brother and I would be at the checkout counter and, uh, you know, we, we didn't grow up very, very wealthy. So like, we just get, you know, those little joys, those little things at the checkout were like, sure, you know, yeah. big deal to us. And, uh, I remember my mom would be like, so pick only one thing. And my brother would pick a candy. And then like the comics are always in the checkout were those little Archie jumbo digests, you know? Yes. So they would, yes. Like, I remember. Recycle, they would yep. recycle older stories and put them, but you'd get a really good deal with them because of that. And yeah. so I used to get those. So it was like, Oh, the comic. Cause like, I can read it. it like, it's not like I would devour it and be gone. I could like read it then. I could read it next week. I could read it the week after. I could make my attempts at being an artist and try to put it against the, the, the glass when we're stuck in the car and put a piece of paper and try to trace the drawings. And See, you know, that's ingenious. <laughs> like I definitely was a kid that had like a box of comics in the car in the backseat with me when mm -hmm. we would go on, on, uh, on, on road trips. So yeah. absolutely, that's what I was doing. But it never occurred to me that you try to draw them. Yeah. I, I mean, I tried, I'm not like a very good artist, but like, I would like, I, I would take some pick some pages out because I had, you know, some of the, a couple of jumbos. I was okay. My jumbos were like demolished. I'll be honest. I didn't oh, take yeah. care of them for condition. I really, yeah. I used the heck out of them. And I would take like a, a little page and put it on the, the window. Cause the light shining through and it's hot. Like it's sometimes it'd be like 110 degrees, 120 in the Imperial Valley. So across New Mexicali. Good Lord. So like, it almost be like this light board but it'd be like the window, you know, yeah. and then I put a piece of paper and then I just start like uh, sketching with a little pencil that I had from, from school. And uh, that was like my, and then when I finished, I'd be so stoked. I'd be like, look, I, I did this, you know, like I was just like sketching Archie characters like that. So that's so great. Funny. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I just used the heck out of those books and like, so Archie was a big part of me, my, my, uh, you know, me growing up, you know, Sure. yeah. You've been connected to these stories for a long time. Yeah. So to go full circle and like now be writing on an Archie comic, you know what I mean? An original story uh, for Betty and Veronica in my story called Operatives, which is in the best Archie comic ever. Yep. And to contribute to the pantheon of Archie stories like that in their history, 
I mean, for me, it, it's a dream come true. You know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's a roundabout it's, circle. Sure. It's so great. And I love, um, I'm just going to make use of anybody's on you. If anybody's watching on YouTube, you can, you can see the operative. Now I was wondering, did you, did you get to pick to do a story uh, featuring Betty and Veronica or, or how does that work? So the way it worked was I actually had six or seven pitches for six or seven different stories. Okay. And the editor, um, the awesome editor, our awesome editor, Jamie Lee Ritante, she picked that one. Um, she was like, you know what? Go with that one. Let's go with that one. And so that's the one that we went with. So I didn't know who else had what stories. Once we ended up in like our meeting, uh, we had like these, these corresponding meetings where like the different creators would all be involved, you know? Sure. Um, that's when I started to find out, okay, someone you know, is doing the, like a, like a Jughead, the, the bar, the Conan, the barbarian, you know, the version. Right. Yep. And then, yep. and then there's like the RG, the Superman, yep. you know, yep. the, the version. Um, so like, uh, that's when I found out like that, that's that, you know, that was, I had the super spy end of it. Uh, but I had written numerous, um, uh, stories and that's the one that we ultimately went with. And then I started uh, chiseling at it after that and, and, you know, bringing in, uh, the new villain that I brought in there. There's a new villain. He's a first yeah. appearance in that book. That's cool. uh, big, big carp, carp. Yeah. yeah so that's his first appearance or anyone who collects uh, archie collectibles and stuff like that there's a first appearance in this book it's of a new villain which you don't really get very many archie villains so this is a rare occurrence oh so, sure yeah, yeah that's so a good point i hadn't thought about that angle of it yeah so if, if you know you see him later on down the line and he gets bigger and bigger this will forever always be his first appearances in this book that's so um, cool yeah and 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 uh yeah, I mean, I, I just I just liked working with like a lot of the creative team. The, the art on my story operatives was done by Georgia Sposito. And um, she's well known for like her stuff on Doctor Who. And um, she has a, a book out on on um, uh, I think it's on vaults. She has her own. She has her own story as well. Her own uh, indie created. Uh, but yeah, she's known for like her Doctor Who, her Doctor Who stuff at Titan. Uh, and she did the art on um, on my story for the Betty and Veronica operatives. Yeah, I liked how um, each. So if you guys haven't seen the, the comic, well, what are you waiting for? Go get it. Uh, but um, I like how it's so it's three stories. As yes. we kind of mentioned, there's three stories in the in the larger book. And each story has its own writer and its own art. Artists. Yeah, we're all teams. Yeah. Um, so I like that each story kind of has its own look. Yeah. And I thought that uh, that that the art in yours it it matches well. I don't know. I, look, I'm not an art critic. I have zero eye for this. But just the intuition of it is that the art matches well with the style of story you were telling. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I like it a lot. Yeah, when I was seeing uh, Georgia turn in uh, that, you know, the the pages before they were filled in with color, um, I loved it. I didn't really didn't have any. I didn't have anything to sell. I was like, looks good to me. Like I was, <laughs> I was really easy. I was just like, hey, that looks great you know uh, well, one of the first panels i saw was this one of of uh, veronica kicking one of the goons you know and yeah. i was like oh, gosh score you know yeah. what a, no that's so, win right there. it's so good it's so good uh you know and i gotta say i, I like that uh that in the end veronica has more takedowns than uh than betty like she wins the contest right yeah. like <laughs> yeah they didn't yeah. Uh, they didn't exactly say what the contest or what the uh what the prize for that contest was but i think i, I think veronica wins you know, I'll give you a little, a little, uh, uh, snippet. There actually is, that's the further end to that. I actually wrote, like they settle it. They settled the score. Okay. But, um, I think, uh, ultimately it, um, uh, when it was sent to, to editing, it was narrowed down and chopped down because, uh, for, you know, if you, you have the comic, there's only so many pages that you get to tell the story. Sure. Uh, but believe me, my story definitely had a resolution to that. So, um the hopes are uh um you know la later on maybe you might see these characters again and well, that's gonna do, be my question yeah yeah i will definitely bring circle back around and, and give some cool funny reference to this one you know so um but yeah nice. they definitely had a score settled in the original uh script so that's cool, yeah, it's I, pretty love, cool. I, I hope i hope that uh that gets to comes to fruition at some point that we get to yeah see these guys again because yeah. this is what this was a one shot Right? Yeah, this is a one shot. So that's what's fun about this too is it's really easy to pick up. You don't have to feel like you have to, uh, you know, read find eighty another... years of comics in order to, to catch yeah. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can pick this right up. It's like a, it's like a, well, it's almost like a, like a multi, like a, like a multiverse story, right? It's like it's like in a different right. world kind yes. of thing. Yeah. So it's Archie like in a multiverse. So 
you could pick it up even if you don't know the characters it's totally cool you'll enjoy it. it's fun right um i mean the first story um the first story in the book is if you see if you see the cover you see like archie as like yeah, you know archie your heart yeah like yep. a super yep. superman kind of character right and so that one's done by um you know tim seeley and fred van lent so that's a superstar team already in itself you know and then aubrey sitterson and jed daughtery did the uh the the jughead the bulgarian story and then uh, uh georgia Sposito and myself did the uh the betty and veronica operatives story and I, I called it operatives because it takes place in an opera and they're spies so they're operatives you know yeah I mean? so, it's all yeah. that dude and and that's you know that's that's really indicative of the the story that like the the puns are there and it's yeah. great i love it it's a lot that. of puns yeah 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 so i just had fun with it yeah and, which my goodness yeah. like how sometimes i feel like that's a piece that's missing in so many of our mainstream comics the fun yeah. part yeah yeah right like we're all so well we gotta have the i gotta have the sixth issue arc so that i can put it into the trade and so that like you know and it's all got to connect and it's all got to be everybody's got to be serious and and there's a place for that and i enjoy reading that too but it really honestly ruben like one of my the word i kept coming back to when i read this book was fun it's just fun yeah yeah it is. And I don't mean that. And I don't mean to say just fun as in like, it's not anything else, but you know what I mean? Like, it, I, I don't, I don't want to diminish it by saying it's only fun, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's yeah. a, there's a, there's a lightness to it and air airiness that can be a book that you can just kind of, you can just enjoy and not feel like I've got to understand 75 different references to things. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. And that, that that's, that's the, that's the awesomeness about this book, you know, and uh, yeah, it, it's, 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 anyone can pick it up. And then like, for a yeah. start, if it's your first Archie comic um, and you never had one, I mean, what a good one to pick up the best Archie comic ever. Yeah, you know? right. Boom. Like it's, right. it's, there it is, you know? So absolutely. yeah, I absolutely adored working on it. And uh, yeah, the, the team behind everything, you know, uh, Jamie Lee, you know, Mike, you know what I mean? The, the, one of the presidents of the company, everyone's awesome. Uh, my artist Georgia, wonderful job. Um, our colorists who killed it—they absolutely did an amazing job with the yeah. colors on the book. Um, that cover, the Tim Seeley cover—I love that cover. The Tom Whalen cover. Um, actually, um, I actually own the the. Uh, yeah, this is the Tim Seeley cover. I actually own the actual thing. Oh, nice. Yeah, so this is the original art. I bought it from That's one of the good. from Tim Seeley's art dealer because I was like, Tim, who has this? And then and he like. He gave me a heads up and then I was like, all right, I'm buying it. Like that's uh, my first published Archie work. So I'm going to frame Absolutely, this. Man. You got to have that. That's yeah. So, so yeah, Tim Seeley original. Pretty awesome. That is really, really cool. Yeah, can, so you, uh, can you give us a little, a little, uh, you know, I don't know, insight, a little, a little like peek behind the curtain, how the sausage is made. Like what's the timeline for, yeah, uh, so, for that whole process? You know, a lot of people aren't aware of how much work it takes to to make a comic book. There's so many um, there's so many things that happen and different deadlines and stuff. So obviously, like I write the script first, right? But when I after I write the script, I mean, it gets handed off to you know the interior artist, and then the interior artist did not do the colors, so she has to finish that and then hand it to who's going to put the colors in, right? And then that's just our story. Now you got three other teams. And so yeah. and then and then our editor has to edit everyone, has to go through everything, spell check, and make sure the stories fit a line, cut down, shorten the stories if they're too long sometimes because um, the page count and everyone's sure. stories, you have to make it work. You know what I mean? It's just the right, way it yeah. is to fit it into the book to hit that, you know, amount of pages that are in the book. And uh, yeah, it's just a balancing act. And then to do all that, to get it on time, to send it out to the printer and then hope that the printer makes no errors, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> right. And gets it back to you on time or delivers it to, to Diamond for distribution, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it is a large cycle and that's just one book, you know? So there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, for me, uh, I did have a deadline, but it was never an issue because the moment, so the thing is, the thing about me is, and I don't, I don't, I don't think everyone else did this, but I am like, so like, like, you know, since I, I'm breaking, I, I've been writing independent comics for quite some time for years, but this is my first, like, this is a big deal to me because this is my first published Archie work and I'm a big fan of Archie. So yeah, the second absolutely. I got in, 
I oh I think I believe I overwrote scripts. I actually have other scripts done when usually, you know, they'll write one or two and that'll be their pitch. Okay, this is kind of where we're going. I like I was I actually said, could I just write a script to all of them, all the different books that were slated? Oh yeah. And I did that. And that's why I have so many scripts in hopes that like, you know, one of them's gonna hit no matter what, you know? So sure. which this is the one that we went that was that they went with. Um, but I wrote a lot of different scripts. So I went all out. I mean, I was like, I mean, for a good chunk of time, I was sleeping like two hours a night or something. I was just writing, 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 pumping out scripts, you know, doing my own corrections and stuff like that, making sure everything was formatted correctly uh, and leaving and, and then going back and, and making sure I left some leeway for like the, the interior artist as well. Cause I didn't want to over conduct the script too much either, you know? So I had to like, sure. yeah, go back and kind of like, chisel it out kind of like you're making like a sculpture or something you know um but yeah so i just wrote i just overworked on purpose so that i would make sure one of them made it no matter what you know yeah, yeah. you were not throwing so, away your shot if i can reference one of my other, yeah it's yeah, a different exactly. medium that i enjoy a lot i'm making um, it count you know i'm making yeah. it count so yeah. and, you know that like, there's some other like there's this really fun jughead story i wrote and and that'd be sweet if if uh someday we come back to it but i'm I was really stoked on that one. It had to do with him and uh, him being abducted. Like that's all I'll say, but it's okay. Super funny. okay. It's hilarious. I really love that one. Um, and I wrote a bunch of other scripts too. Right. But um, yeah, this is the one that, that we, uh, that ended up, they ended up going with. And um, so, yeah, so my deadlines were not an issue. I, I hit them on point. I was like way in advance. I, I, th I think based on some of the, some of the, uh, the emails, um, you know, I know I was pretty, pretty quick. You know what yeah. I mean? I could tell, like I was on point. So yeah, they weren't um, waiting for you, maybe others, but not yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. was, I was really on point. I, I came correct. Like I, I knew what it was. Well, on a project like that, when you're like, it's here's a, here, I mean, you're into a lot of other things. So I don't want to imply that this was like your one shot, at, but like, here's your first shot at, at writing an Archie comic. You don't want to be the one that's holding things up. Yeah. And you, and you know what else though, too, is I come from a, a, a different background than probably most people. The thing with, with me is uh, like you mentioned earlier, I actually own a, a, a comic book store who's twice nominated Eisner nominated. We actually got our second Eisner nomination. So I've run a store for seven years. Right. Wow. Okay. So I deal with like packing shipping, you know, we have online sales. Yeah. Um, I also run a convention in, in our County. I run the only comic convention in our County which we're going to be bringing it back in 2023. Nice. So when it comes to like business and getting things done and, and, and those kinds of details and that kind of philosophy of being on point, uh, it's a part of me, you know, sure. it, it, it's, I, 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 this is not, the writing is something that that's a dream that I do and I'm doing it right now. That's my, that's my, my gig right now, but I have a bunch of other things that I do already yeah. that I, I, that are, that are revenue streams that, um, the train's running on them and they're going, you know? So I just got to like, kind of check back if there's any little issues with anything. I like to tell people like when you have a bunch of multiple businesses and things like that, you're always just kind of like, you're always just putting out little fires, little things sure, will happen. Right. You just kind of put them out and you just kind of keep going. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so I just had this mentality about, uh, when I come into everything else, um, I'm not afraid because I handle so many other things that are so much like gnarlier and, and more hectic. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? That right, like, it's right. like, I, I could do this, you know, and I'll get it done. And when I say I'm going to get it done, I always get it done. That's yeah. It's a great quality to have my friend. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just, uh, forgive me. I'm just really curious about the process of this. So like when you're writing your script, uh -huh. are you, are you making notes either in your head or literally like making notes about what you, think what you have in mind for it to look like or is that all up to the artist to to create based on your on your words how's that work? yeah so so i so this kind of harkens back to what i said a little while ago where i do write everything down in like detail like that you know everything from like um you know for instance here's a, here's an example like um veronica's uh you know veronica's dress is going to be like a like a you know, like that reddish color that you see, you know, mm -hmm. it's like a, like a maroon kind of, um, and then Betty's was going to be blue. So like, I put that in the, okay. In the writing. So yeah. I, I get into details like that big carp, 
um i got into detail how he was gonna look you know they're like he's like a mob boss but he's slimy he's like a fishy mob boss you know yeah. so they're gonna have this fish hooking insignia and all his goons are gonna have him and he's gonna be larger you know like a very mob bossy character like so i go into all these kinds of little details on all these things um on the character side of it now okay. in terms of like panels and stuff like you know she's going to be kicking him here and they're going to pour the drink here and do this like i used to be more in controlling of that but i'll, I'll usually put it down first and then when i go because I, I go over the, there's numerous scripts like I'll, sure, I'll, sure. I'll go over the script numerous times and there'll be different drafts of it of course until i hit the final one and by the time i hit the final one you kind of like i kind of like skim some of the 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 fat off of it you know what i mean so to speak sure. and so i do that on purpose so that like instead of being so exact like this needs to be in this panel i might open up and i might give some suggestions like but you know if you think you can um show this in a, a half page spread or something go for it you know i'll kind of put some little like notes like that and then okay. georgia kind of takes over and i kind of learned that um a lot of those methods and stuff like that i actually uh attended i did like a on online courses at the cubert school um okay. like when the yeah. when the uh pandemic first hit um obviously I, i'm in california i didn't go out to jersey but i was taking these like online courses and uh, i learned a, i learned a lot from there actually on how to like because i was already writing the scripts but um you know when you're when you're you know learning from other individuals who for instance like my teacher was amy chu you know she was wonderful Wow. Um, yeah. She's worked like on Red Sonia and Poison Ivy and stuff like that. And it really helped to, to, you know, talk, you know, to learn from her, you know, it really of helped course. a lot. Yeah. So, um, and you learn from, you take different things from different people, you know, um, I, I did some scripts for a, a, a character called uh, PandaCon, which is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle character. Okay. And so there's actually an animated show being done of that right now. There's a pilot that's done, but he's a character Jeez. from like the Ninja Turtle world. And the last most recent stories for that character, I wrote those. Um, and they were in one of the, the Imperial Valley conventions, comic conventions, uh, exclusive books. And also in that process, going back and forth with the creators, um, you know, that's their IP. So I learned, you know, to put detail in, but also to leave some spots for like the artist, Dave Garcia, to go in and, and do his thing. So we, it's kind of like a collaborative effort. I, I, know, sure. I know I'm a writer, but at the same time, I like to say that the interior artists are kind of writers too, you know, and they're not appreciated in that regard, but they really are some, a lot of times because they have to convey what you're saying and they're telling the story or so to speak, they're also the storytellers, right? Absolutely. So they're like, yeah, they're, they're building that plot because what I might've said would take four panels. They might be able to do it in two, you know, if they feel they can do it based on their skill and they could fit more dialogue on there, or maybe they can think of an action or the characters are doing that that portrays maybe knocks out two of the panels and it saves the two panels and they only have to do it in one you know they're like oh i can do this right. in one you yeah. know yeah. um yeah. i have an original ip right now that i'm doing uh it's like my first superhero team that i've created i'm creating okay and um pretty soon i'll be able to annou announce that as well um but my artist i literally i just we just went over this i literally just told him like look I have this idea for what's going to happen in these couple panels on this intro of these pages. And then we just kind of scratched and we're like, you know what, can you just do, just take up the first and second page and just do a giant. So like, like for instance, so there's these, these people that are crossing the border, right. And in, in my story, and they're crossing okay. from Mexico to the U S but they're coming through the new river, which is the most polluted river in the world. Right. And so instead of conveying a bunch of panels, I told him like, like, um, you know, draw the, the river at night, right? And just convey, put the dialogue when they're on like these, um, cause they're floating through the water. The water is like super toxic. So they'll be on these, like these raft things, you know? Sure, yeah. Um, and so he starts to put the dialogue in and he just got this beautiful image. Instead of doing a bunch of like panels, um, like usual, I just had to think outside the box. And I was like, you know, uh cartoon because my artist name is l cartoon um which is a cool cool nickname yes it is. yeah um and uh yeah he just did this beautiful like uh full page spread you know two pages full spread and um put the dialogue in everyone's on the raft in the middle and the outside because he did that he got to put all these details like the trash that's hitting the canal walls and like 
the bushes that are all grimy and like the 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 moon in the background you know and like got to go into the details of it so when someone opens the book instead of following the panels we're like whoa yeah you know just it's it's like hit some hit some right from the beginning that exactly and so that's like involving him as like a storyteller as well yeah you know so that happens a lot in a lot of in a lot of things you know like it's and i think i I absolutely love that like it's the collaboration between the creators you know but you know yeah i used to I, you know, I just, you know, basically what I'm trying to say is like, I just take little things from, that I've learned throughout the years from different, you know, mentors and stuff like that in writing. Sure. And then incorporate some things that I think that come from my mind that are original like that, like the full landscape and just kind of being like, you know what, just have at it kind of thing. You know, as long as this dialogue is said, I'm, I don't really have to direct where the panels should go, you know, um, right. just get it in there somehow. And if the artist is, is good enough, they can pull it off. Sometimes they need all the direction, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, sometimes they can just knock it out and it just turns out even cooler, you know? So yeah, the medium, there's just so many possibilities, you know? You know, yeah, right, exactly. And what that makes me think of is how, you know, here in this place, we talk a lot about community and how we think that's important and that that's at the heart of what geek culture in general is in comics. And and here's what, what I hear, part of what I hear you saying is, Communities at the heart of the very pro- how the product gets made. Yeah, like not only is that what it's about, it's how it gets made. Like it's just yeah. a reminder that we, daggone, we all need each other, right? Like yeah. we're all in this together. Yeah, kind of deal. That's really yeah. cool. No, definitely, we really, we really are. I, you know, I, I, comics is a is a is a tough you know industry to break into. It really is. Um, but I mean, because of how hard it is and. And I understand how, because there, there was people in the beginning that, you know, I would reach out to like, can you, you know, hey, how do I, you know, get in this and, and you know what I mean? Some assistance yeah. and this and so forth for people that were already in the industry. I'm not going to say like any names or anything, but um, it was surprising how many people didn't, didn't respond, but, you know, they yeah. saw it or didn't yeah. want to help. Yeah. Um, maybe they're just, they're just looking out for themselves and they don't right, want you right. to take their job or their gig or whatever. This is a real thing. I'm just being honest. Sure. Yeah, no, um, of course. And like, and like, it's unfortunate. And, um, for anyone listening here, um, I just want you all to know that, you know, I, I am you, um, I am just like all of you. Like I had dreams of, of breaking in and I, you know, I didn't know where to start. I was trying to figure it all out. Like I said, I was making indie comics way before, I've been making any books for like 10 years, you know, just independent published stuff that I'd put out and at at conventions and stuff. Like I'd have the booth for like my store at like shows Mm -hmm. and like, I'd literally like be selling my indie comics that I made there, you know? So like, (laughs) I was already like, like selling them and getting my, 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 uh, my work out there, you know? Um, and to go from that to learning the proper ways to do everything to, to now, you know, being published, published by Archie and having a lot of other, uh, cool things coming from some other, uh, you know, big names, like, um, you know, it's been a long process For and, sure. uh, it's been tough and anyone that's listening out there, I mean, if you ever need advice or help, you know, just reach out, I'll help you. I, I am not like many of the others. I, I am literally, I am literally the people we are the people, you know what I mean? So <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. I understand. You You're know, not going to big time us. Yeah, no, no way. Even as a even as a shop owner, trust me, like some people yeah. trip out, they come to my store and like, like, I am not like other shop owners either, because at the end of the day, I also collect too. So I get it. Yeah. So like, you'd be surprised. I actually enjoy when sometimes someone comes in and they're like, eh, two for 50. And like, we start haggling and it's a store <laughs> and it's not like a convention. And, and then I just yeah. humor. It. I was like, all right, let's work something out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all game. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm, I'm good with it. I'm not like, uh, you you know, like your usual other, uh, yeah, like I said, I am you and, and we are the people, you know, so that's um, that's yeah, if anyone needs help, I, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I reach out social media, you know, Instagram, Twitter, I'm at Ruben Ahera. doesn't get any easier than that. It's just my name. I was lucky enough to get my name like way the heck back then. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, just uh, reach out. I'm always willing to help you give you some advice on what to do recommendations and stuff like that, because I know how tough it is. And I know how how vicious it can be and how most people don't really want to help, you know what I mean? Or, or give right. the secrets right. or advice on what to do. So um, yeah, I'm always willing to help. I understand. I completely understand. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Do you have a, uh, do you have a dream job in comics? 
Um, I mean, you know, writing for Archie's was one of them on the list already for nice. sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. to go, to go around, I mean, I used to read these when I was in the back of the car, like, right, you know, right. it's so trippy, you know? So from reading the stories to writing the stories, wow. You know? Um, but I mean, th- th- there's so many other, uh, you know, there's other publishers I would love to work with. One of the big dreams I had was, was putting out my own IP, which I'm already doing. You know what That's I mean? So cool. the, the yeah. script is done. I finished that a while back. I'm just going back and forth with my artist now, you know, he's about like halfway done. And then when he gets a little further, we'll, we'll talk about colors. And fortunately for me, since I had a store that we've been around for seven years, I have all this, I have all these amazing cover artists that are super well-known in comics that a lot of them I become friends with. And, and, you know, some of them will do covers for me for my book. So That's that'll right. help even more in the process when we do the pitching to like, you know, the, the different publishers, whether it be, you know the different publishers sure. yeah. of comics yeah, yeah. you guys know who the big ones are you know <laughs> who we would pitch to so right um yeah you know what i mean but then i mean you know it's also you know i also grew up reading a, a lot of marvel stuff so i mean to write something for marvel someday would be a, an absolute joy I mean, my, my first physical comic ever that was just like handed down to me was a spider-man comic it was a spectacular spider-man comic that my uh my grandma had on the uh on the washer or dryer in the garage and and Hmm. to this i don't to this day i don't know whose it was it was yeah. just there's a spider-man comic and i was like you know can i have this she's like yeah you can have it i don't even know whose it was it was just there and it was like half like one of the staples was detached and right right yeah so that was my first comic was a spider-man comic you know what i mean so that's so cool yeah i mean it, it's it's uh you know it'd be great to, to do something with marvel you know what i mean um yeah you know i also love i also love uh uh you know dc and i grew up reading like um I grew up reading like Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. You know what I mean? Like, right. Wow. Uh, I grew up. Yeah. So yeah. like I, I it's I have a, a lot of different things that I like. I'm a big Ninja Turtle fan. You know what I mean? I'm a huge Ninja Turtle fan. Um, that's my favorite movie as a kid growing up. And to this day, that's like my as, even as an adult, like the first the first film, the first um, Ninja Turtles film, the live action one. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. like my comfort food movie. Like that's the, <laughs> that's the movie I don't mind playing over and over again in the background. Um. I actually own some some props from that movie. I, oh, I own a, no way! Yeah, so okay. so yeah, so I, he's in a crate right now. Unfortunately, yeah. one of these days, if you guys follow me like on social media, you'll see me post a picture of it eventually. But so I have Leonardo, like the full costume, the nice. only one that exists in the world. Yeah, and really? that, that used to wow. long, Yeah, it used to belong to Kevin Eastman. Yeah, if you if you like type in like Tom Spina, he does like restoration. He's a really famous um, prop restore. Um, uh master and uh the leonardo that you see on his site i i own that right now um i'm the new owner of it at least um so but that's in a crate it's so big that i have to get like um one of those museum see-through you know uh oh yeah yeah i need to get one of those and and to get one in that size is difficult sure you have to custom make it so like sort of display case yeah and so i don't want to take the the costume out of the, the crate the prop out of the crate because uh it the foam latex and everything in it like that the regular air around the you know what I mean? basically when you get a lot of these props you basically become you have a responsibility now because you're the caretaker so it's only going to survive yeah. as long as you take care of it yeah so i'm yeah. trying to be really careful with that one but yeah i have that and i have like donatello's head from the third movie um yeah i collect like a lot of random props it's pretty That's it's pretty, pretty cool I, I love doing that i just uh I, yeah i like that word caretaker like i think that's a that's a good way to think of our relationship to comics and geek culture, right? Yeah. That if you're, if you're a writer, you're for, for at least this one shot, you got to be the caretaker of Betty and Veronica and Archie. Yeah. 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 And that's a, that's such a really beautiful way to think about it. You know? Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I, I imagine most writers feel that way, but you know, I, I think that's, that's, that's probably a good way to think of it. And yeah, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I would hope so. I mean, if I'm being honest, like sometimes I feel like some, some creators that get in the positions, they get handed IPs and um, no, not sometimes I, this, I know this is real, but like they don't appreciate what they got handed. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Like they get yeah, a character absolutely. and they're like, ah, I don't really care. And it's like, but for somebody else, that would be a dream right you know what i mean right for somebody else i'd be like they're everything they know everything about that character you know what i mean but they just happened to hand it to the wrong person to write who didn't really care for it 100 
but because it's so public so said publisher or whatever like yeah yeah they're gonna take the gig or whatever but someone who genuinely loved the character who's also writing or as an artist would have adored that situation would have treated it better and appreciated it more for the rest of their life you know i i see that happen a lot and it's unfortunate and sometimes i wonder like can they just play switcheroos with something? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. You Get everybody I mean? in a room and you'd be like, all right, which one are you going to, which, which character are you going to take the best care of? All right. That's the one we're going to give you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, man, I've talked to some creators that don't, don't really appreciate, don't understand or appreciate what they really, the positions are in, you know? Sure. So I get it. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's unfortunate, but it's a real thing. And it's, you know, and sometimes you get the opposite. You get people that absolutely adore who they're working with. You know what I mean? Sure. But, I think it happens with some of the more random characters, you know, like if someone gets Spider-Man or Batman, most people are fans. So they're like, oh, it's a joy where but when right. they get random, obscure characters, you know what I mean? That like people are still super fans of, but maybe they're not a fan of yeah, that always yeah. kind of like stabs a little. It's like, oh, this could have been better with this person or or sometimes like even it's like you yourself, you're like, oh, I would love to work on that. They're not like, you know, what I mean, they don't even care that like, you know, like as much, you know. Right. Just means more to right. someone, but they were just in the right place at the right time in that position. They got the gig. Know? Yeah. They got the gig. Yeah. yeah. So I see that happen a lot too. And I don't think people talk about that, but it's a real thing, you know? Yeah. yeah and that goes for both artist and writer, you know? So that's true. Yeah. I wasn't, I was, I was, I wasn't thinking artist, but absolutely. That's true too. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So you're, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a reality. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, so you have a, you have a, an actual brick and mortar comic book store, right? Called yeah. MetaHumans? Yeah, MetaHumans Comics. We've been around for seven years now. We got nominated for our second Eisner, Spirit of Eisner Award this past year. So I actually attended the Eisners for the first time in my life, which was oh, really, nice. really cool. Okay. Um, I'd never actually been there. The first time we got nominated for the Eisner uh, was right when the pandemic hit. So I didn't get to go to the event. You know what I mean? And for those not yeah. familiar, the Eisner's, oscars of comic books you know so right. um it's a really big deal and a really big show so yeah so i was there like in, in the tables because i had a nomination um i actually when we were sitting there i already knew that we didn't win but i was just honored that um we were even nominated so that's awesome that yeah. was really cool but you know to sit there and then you have like for instance at one point the the presenters it was like frank miller and neil gaiman and they're walking up to oh my gosh award and it's like how does it get better than this <laughs> right what? Right, right, right. Right in the world, like Neil Gaiman and Frank Miller presenting award, like right in front of me. Like it's so, you know what I mean? It's so random. Like, it's you know, surreal. someone could watch. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To, to me, they're a bigger deal than if, if I went to the real Oscars and you, two, you had two Hollywood actors there presenting. 100%. Dude, I'd rather be, yeah. I'd rather be at the Eisners with right. Frank Miller and Neil right. Gaiman in front of me. And like, yeah, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. It's amazing. So That's um, really cool. that was a joy just to be there. And, um, and to be nominated so uh but yeah seven years we've been going um the only brick and mortar store in uh in our county um at this point um we're gonna be the longest running comic store pretty soon that's ever existed here um so yeah so before i opened you, the store yeah before i opened the store there was a 10-year drought where there was no comic book store in our county there's nothing that's so bananas can't have that super bananas yeah, yeah so that's that was my reason for opening it so find a niche man find find the the uh yeah 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 it was like market inefficiency or whatever (laughs) yeah how does this not exist you know like it's so yeah so i started it up um in uh first i started off in a city called calexico which is right on the border of mexicali and then i ended up moving uh to el centro uh toward to a different location which now we're in our third location right now um but um yeah we're here in the city of el centro now store exclusive variants with some of like the biggest publishers you know nice um so i mean we've done stuff with uh we did a spider-man book uh with david nakayama doing the cover we did a joseph michael insner cover on a batman 100 wow Dave garcia did our our teenage mutant ninja turtles cover he's the one that did the cover so the old archie tmnts that i grew up to yeah, see yeah, TMNT yeah. and Archie, like me, me. It just comes, keeps coming back to that. It keeps coming back to it. I've been a nice. fan of all. I'm genuine when I say all that yeah, stuff. Absolutely. It really is. Um, now, you didn't and, go uh, and make your own uh, acetate cover and, and get everybody in trouble, did you? 
no 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 that 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 uh uh wow that is boggling i i i uh i saw that i i saw some videos on that whole debacle and that is pretty wild yeah yeah especially as a store owner and understanding like because i mean i have back stock of some of some covers but i would never like i would never do that to anybody that's such a that's wow wow yeah when i saw that 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 blew my mind i was like man they first off i thought like why are people um falling for it right yeah yeah that was the main thing because i've gone and bought exclusives at conventions and like i i would have caught that right away i was like this already exists it's just the same like it's not even like it's like a foil cover where like Mm -hmm. they reprinted like they just added something in the front you know what i mean it's so weird yeah yeah i don't see how uh they would catch that yeah but um didn't mean to send us down that rabbit hole but yeah uh, yeah no but that is crazy though that is crazy though Yeah. yeah But we, yeah, I've done, John I've spent done more than enough time talking about that in our last episode. So we're <laughs> yeah, but yeah. 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 The funniest thing about that though, what you're talking about is the troll bidding. Did you see that? Like how high people were bidding. I, I'm curious, like did those people actually pay what they were troll bidding? They were like in the thousands. That's like crazy. thousands, like ridiculous. Like, like, come on. I think one of them reached like five figures or something. I was like, there's no way this Good Lord show out now. that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. crazy. It's not even. I mean, I would rather buy the real Ultimate Fallout than, right. than at that point. Like, why are yeah. you buying that? that right. Just right. go buy the real one. Like, you're already at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah or exactly. like, if you're hitting like ten grand on something like that, I would have bought like first appearance of, of Red Sonia and a nine eight, and I would have bought yeah. like a first appearance of Black Cat and a nine eight. Like, you know, what I, mean? I would invest right. in some. Yeah, absolutely. Or you know, or first appearance of Big Carp. Like, you don't even yeah. need first, ten figures. Yeah, first, you, you can could've... get first appearance of Big Carp. For for like card, you can go get a graded. I'll sign it for free. <laughs> yeah. You can get a CGC signature series yellow label. You know what I mean? We'll do that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, do you have a do you have a cast of wacky regulars at MetaHumans Comics? And uh, are we more likely to see them made into a sitcom or uh, into a comic book? You know what's funny about that? That's because this is like kind of funny you say that. We've thought about shooting a show there like a show like okay. an actual like a like a not with our real customers but like two two things first off i was always a really big fan of comic book men the show you know so i okay. thought it'd be kind of funny yeah, to yeah. do like a like a, a series where we shot something in there keep in mind this is all before pandemic so when pandemic wow. hit a lot of things got scratched like that right. yeah. but they were funny thoughts that we had like you know we have a space and i have a background with film and in, in, in indie independent films i've done some stuff like I did, i've done some indie films for uh the jim henson company i did some uh i did a fan film for star wars and they lent lucasfilm lent me the music so i've had experience with like doing in in, like legitimately doing films we actually for anyone who's watching if you're a star wars fan there's a a short film it's a star wars film it made it in the uh uh in the star wars uh in europe they had like the star wars celebration right and they had the film festival and it got honorable mention it's called desert dude so desert duty so if you want to YouTube desert that, duty it's got okay. like i don't know over yeah it's got a, a ton of views on youtube but uh it's just a funny story about a a, a stormtrooper sand trooper named cooper the the sand trooper who can't get anything right like they give him a task and he just can't complete it you know what I mean? wait how would so, how would you tell cooper from every other stormtrooper at that point though? yeah so he yeah so it, that, it's it's kind of the whole joke of it you just watch yeah. it you'll, you'll, you'll get what i'm saying it's funny all like right, it's all right. And like we shot it like so like professionally looking, you know what I mean? But it's it's actually just like comedy, really. Um, but yeah, so we did that. Like I've 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 always done independent films like that. I've always liked doing that. And I've shot some pilots for stuff. Um, I had a background uh as a stuntman for a while after my professional skateboarding stuff. I got hired to do a bunch of stunt work and things. I've done a lot of random things, so I've had a That's lot of so experience cool, with it. So yeah. I've always been involved with those things. So we've thought about doing something at the store. Uh, but maybe we'll bring that back someday. You know what I mean? I don't know if it would be scripted or if it would just be more of like a comic book men kind of thing. We're like, maybe we right, do have right. some real customers. Like, we're gonna sell you this collection. Let's see what's in it. Or I don't know. We we got to we got to brainstorm that. But that would be fun since we have we do have a location. You know? Yeah, yeah. that's really neat. That's cool, man. Um, yeah, and gosh, skateboarding. Like, we didn't even touch on your skateboarding. Like, you were a professional <laughs> skateboarder for years, right? No. Yeah. Uh, for many years yeah, yeah my 20s yeah my my uh you know i i uh had all kinds of endorsements and sponsors um 
Now, what I mean, everyone wants to know is when you're doing this whole thing with power bar and you got your name and image on a power bar, yeah. did you get to meet Blake Griffin? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we were at the meeting together and, and you know, it's funny. This is before he was like, before he like became a, he was just a rookie at the oh, time. Oh, wow. So, okay. So yeah. he, he, he hadn't like done things in his career, you know, all the slam dunking and all those things. Right, right. Um, at one point, uh, I had different sponsors that endorsed other people. So like, you know, I've, I've been around like Shaquille O'Neal and Lamar Odom and I was at Drew Brees and like all these other athletes that I've met from sponsors that I had because yeah. I'm a skateboarder, but they would sponsor athletes. So then when they had like these, these, these like parties, these meetings, these celebrations and things, I would get invited and they'd be invited and I'd be there and you'd kind of just like, Hey, what's up? And some of them, you just get a photo with somebody just shake their hand. Blake, I actually talked to, um, he's a really cool guy. He's, he's a funny, he's a funny dude. He likes the game and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like he's like a legitimate, yeah. like he's, yeah. he's like a, a, he a, like like a nerd that himself. Yeah, yeah. He's genuine. Yeah. He's a cool, cool, really cool dude. Probably That's one cool. of the coolest ones, but yeah, we had those power bar boxes and, um, which is the equivalent of like having a Wheaties box, right? right. Yeah. A Wheaties box or something. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I was really young at the time. I'm going to be straight honest. Like at the time I signed for like a payout right for the first year and like i was so when i moved when I, when I was getting into skateboarding i moved out to fullerton to be in like the orange county area where the industry is happening the contest and stuff and sponsors okay. and uh i lived in my car so i left with like 10 bucks in my name i lived in my car and i just chased the dream like you know what i mean and and i worked That's at nice. this deck manufacturing plant where we made skateboard decks and uh on the weekends i would go enter the skate contest and stuff like that and so I was just hungrier than everybody else. The people over local were like, eh, I lost. Who cares? For me, it was like, I got to win. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, that's my next meal. You're driven. You know what I mean? This is my future. Yeah. So I went in there with like eyes of the tiger, dude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was, there was no way I wasn't going to make it. So, and I did. I got, I got sponsors. I ended up like basically not having to pay for any of the equipment. I started getting, you know, checks. Next thing you know, I'm doing skate demos. Um, uh, like for you know, touring for different companies and then they turned me professional and uh, the power bar thing um, you know because I was so broke I remember the first the first thing I signed off on for the first year of like my power bar boxes all I got was five thousand dollars that's all I got what? the first year come on yeah now. because because I because the, my mistake they it, because they took advantage of you because they could because you were young and you didn't yes know. yes yeah. and so here's the crazy thing though I could have signed for like it was a little less than 5% of, of the overall percentage of sales that I could have signed for, which means like I would have made like millions of dollars because yeah. they sold like, like five point something million units or something. Instead, I took the cash out up front on that first year yeah. and uh, I bought a camera, this nice camera, like and I got an apartment and stuff like that. And like now I wasn't living in my car. So like, yeah, like I, I feel like I definitely made mistakes like that early on skating because I was super young. I was straight out of, I was straight out of high school, basically, you know what I mean? Like yeah. slash early college, junior college. Um, but I mean, learning from that and that lesson, I would get other sponsors and I would not make that mistake. Sure. So I did well for myself yep. through other time, but yeah, that was, that first big deal was pretty wild. Um, because even I didn't understand the scope of how big that was when I got it, because I remember I went to target to go buy milk just to eat cereal and like the new apartment that I had just gotten. And I was like, oh, I got my apartment now, you know, and pretty soon I was going to buy a car. And like, I didn't have those things growing up, you know, cause right. I didn't grow right. up. I didn't grow up very, you know, yeah. With many things. So like, I remember being there to get cereal and I was standing, there was a cereal well, uh, milk for my cereal and I was holding my milk. And in front of me, there was a woman, uh, and in the baby seat where you usually see the baby in those red target carts, there was mm -hmm. no baby. It was just more groceries but there was three boxes and one of them was facing me and it was the power bar box, but it was backwards. So it literally had me on it with my name. And I was staring at it. Like, I was like, what is this? Real? I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then like, and then it, it, that, that's when it hit me. It wasn't, it wasn't the fact that like, Oh, I'm on the power box. Cause I knew I was going to be on one. Right? right. But then there it and, is in the real world. Yeah. Well, yeah, that there, the thing that hit me, Dave, was that like this woman, I'm right behind her. I'm on the box. She doesn't know that I'm on the box. Right. She doesn't right. care. It doesn't matter. She's buying it because the flavor that I got for my signature box, they're like Snickers, right? Which is oh, like, wow. it's super going to be, it's going to sell no matter what. 
And yeah. that is what hit me. It was like, no. oh no. It was like, I could have got like the percentage, uh, you know, I should have signed the yeah. other, the other deal. Cause it's like, cause for some reason I was thinking like, well, then I'm this new, I'm this new, you know, upcoming pro skater guy. They don't know my name. You know what I mean? I'm not like sure. Tony Hawk or anything like that, you know? Um, so who's going to buy all, all those boxes at the time right? I was thinking, but like when I saw her with that in my cart, it hit me and it was like, it doesn't matter. Like you don't, you don't, if you're going to go buy Wheaties and stuff like that, you're going to go buy Wheaties because you want your Wheaties unless you really collect the boxes. <laughs> right, but at right. the end of the day, you're like, I don't really care if this Olympic athletes on, I just need my Wheaties. And this is the one they're just on the box. I'm just going to buy it. Yeah. So like, it was like, dude, this thing's going to sell no matter what, you know? And so that's what, that's what hit me. It yeah. wasn't the fact that I was on it. Cause I knew that was coming. It yeah, was the yeah, fact yeah. that I didn't yeah, realize. Yeah. And so I had to be more intelligent from there on with all the deals and understand the scope of the things that they were putting me on, the things that I was signing, the things that I was, you know? Yeah. So I just started to, to treat everything a lot different. You know, I, I even have a younger brother who's a pro skater right now. And he's on Adidas and he has a signature shoe on Adidas. Sweet. So if you like type in my, my last name and put Adidas, you'll find him. His name's Diego. Super good. I started him skating when he was four years old. Wow. So, yeah. But, you know, my mistakes, he didn't have to make them. You know what I mean? Because I, I learned you, from you my You could mistakes. teach him from what you Yeah. Learned. Yeah. I was the crash test dummy. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I, I, I learned all that. I said, don't do this, do this. Don't do this, yeah. do this. And unfortunately, People, even companies that are your sponsors aren't always looking out for you no they're not they're, they're not yeah yeah so i remember some of the sponsors for my brother would get mad at me like why is he here you know what i mean like because they knew i was gonna like the, the deal it's like well i'm uh -huh. looking out for him like yep so don't try to pull no funny business you know right, because right, 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 right. yeah they do you do get taken advantage of and that happens like in like a lot of fields i, I hear that happening like in the in the music industry too and in like yeah. all kinds of things like that so but yeah it was a live and learn process but it's been wild it's been a wild ride you know i've been through a lot yeah. Ruben, do you mind if I ask you a bit of a self-serving question? Uh, how did you, how did you, how did you get connect? How did you find us? how did you find coffee and capes? Uh, I just podcasts. So basically yeah. like I just type in comic book, uh, podcasts. Actually, yeah. if you do a Google search, you guys will pop up and there's just a long list of different comic book uh, related podcasts. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, I just, I just, uh, listen to a lot of different shows. Like I said, I'm always working on something. And so um podcasts are a beautiful thing because you don't have to be watching them even right, if like right. I, even if like like you guys have the video format as well but like even if you just let the video format play you're just listening to it you know what right. i mean you don't have to like watch it you can absorb the information and so i don't know if it's like the i must have some so I, I know i have like a form of like ocd but i must have some form of adhd too but i always need to be like yeah. learning so if it's like too quiet i can't you know what I mean? I, it's a part of me. I always need to be multitasking. So even sure. if I'm like packing orders or putting something together, um, I'm listening to podcasts, you know what I mean? I'm absorbing information and I want to listen to stuff that I enjoy in, in a, in a field that I enjoy and work that I enjoy, you know, yeah. a lot of times I learn a lot of my, my news from, from all of your, your guys shows, you know? So, um, things that are going on, the ongoings, like, that's how I learn about it and become informed about it sometimes, you know? So, yeah. That's cool. Well, I'm so glad you found us and uh, that you reached out and we could do this. What's, uh, where can our, where can <laughs> both of our listeners, where can they find you? Where do you, where, what do you, what else you got coming? I know you've got a podcast now, right? Passions Personified. Is that the yeah. name? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Passions Personified is my podcast. Um, actually it's funny. So, so we have a Ghostbuster logo right here. Uh, yeah. my next guest is from uh, the Ghostbusters movie. So that's kind wow. of fun. That's why I had that out right now. Cause okay. we, we nice. actually just shot the episode. Yes. Two days ago. I'm losing track of time here. We just shot the episode. So that's a little hint. If you're listening, episode six will be someone from ghostbusters. Um, but yeah, you can find it on, a, on, on a Spotify, Apple, all the podcasts, same, same places you find your sure. podcast, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's wrong there. And, and on, and on my show, basically it's just, it's just about chasing your, your, your dreams and making them into realities, you know what I mean? Your passions and just hearing people who made their passions a reality. That's really what it is. It's just a, a positive experience. Um, but yeah, passions personified, you can look it up. Um, and, uh, and then my, my website is rubinnaheda.com, www.rubinnaheda.com. And uh, on social media, Instagram, Twitter, it's the same thing. My name, Ruben Naheda, R-U-B-E-N-N-A-J-E-R-A. 
um the best archie comic ever is still available at a lot of different stores so right um yeah. if you haven't gone it yeah get yourself an archie greatest comic the best comic ever the best yeah. archie comic ever because it really is the best archie yeah comic ever. covers covers a and b yeah. um, i like this cover i mean i like the other one's cool too but i i don't know i liked the uh i like the homage to to black widow there yeah yeah that tom whalen tom whalen's great tom whalen actually the one who did that cover he does a lot of the packaging art for like hasbro's toys uh like the the boxes oh, okay. the hasbro figures yeah he's done a lot of stuff with that. he's done a lot of packaging art which is really sweet because um i i collect also collectibles and stuff so i i took I, it's funny because i already had products that had his artwork on it and then when i found out he was doing the cover b for the archie i was like dude what are the odds like that's so cool i already so the layout time i already knew who he was you know yeah so yeah, yeah. um it was pretty cool it was pretty cool so um yeah i mean it, it's 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 pretty trippy to get to work with some of these people and you know what i mean and, and um i'm just really honored and uh and to everyone listening out there you know um yeah if, you, if there's something you really want to do i mean not, it doesn't even have to be comics you know what i mean but just really you know do pursue the passions that you want to have in life you can and you, you can you can literally have like a regular job and then be like on the on like your your as like your hobby you're actually like working towards your passion right and you never know you can make that happen you know you can make it happen or you can do them both simultaneously and sometimes a lot of people want to start hobbies but they don't get into them or pursue their passions they don't get into them because they seem daunting or difficult uh but at the end of the day really it's like once you start doing something uh it gets easier it seems really daunting at first but once you start doing yeah. it it's not as bad. It's almost like, it's almost like working out or something. Like you don't want to like lift the weights and it's like, Oh, I don't want to do, but like, you feel so good afterwards. You know Correct. what I mean? And yep. once you start doing it, you're like, all right, I'm already in this. I'm not going to stop after I'm halfway done. It's that beginning part that sucks. You Absolutely. Know? That, that was John and I with this, with this podcast, we talked about it literally for three years before yeah. we finally made it happen. And, and you did it. And that, that's yeah. a beautiful thing is doing your thing. That's why I like yeah. people just like do your thing, you know, and like sometimes doing your thing, like there's things that I do. Um, like for instance, I'll give you an example. Like I'm making a lot of music right now. Pretty soon I'll probably be posting okay. like music videos and stuff like that. I could care less if like I become like some big musician star or whatever. I could care less. I just love playing music so much. And I've done it for so long since I was a little kid. It's actually the thing I've done the longest that like I just want to be able to put out like an album. So that like when I'm like 80 or 90, I look back and I was like, look, that was my album at that point in time. And I could care less if like it was, if I get like a one hit wonder or something, fantastic. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. if not, I'm still a winner because I did the thing. You're going to regret not doing your thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, don't base it on like success. Like you're the New York Times bestseller or right, whatever, right, whatever right. it is. Like yeah. base it on, on, on doing your thing and what you really want to do so that you don't regret it later not having done the thing you love to do you know just like you guys did the podcast and just like anyone who's listening who gets inspired to go you know do what they really love to do especially, I mean, yeah hard. especially a creative project like my goodness yeah. the world needs more creative people we need yeah right we need more art and more uh, just more creation more goodness yeah. in the world and i think i really think every piece of art whatever and in, in the broadest sense of the term art brings yeah. beauty and goodness to the world like if you can embody that thing just what you're talking about with the passions if you can embody your passion in whatever way that is the universe is better off for it hopefully it is you know is. unless and it unless it's some hate-filled piece of garbage in which case don't do it oh but <laughs> yeah 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 that, that's but yeah for the most part honestly you know i mean i'm i'm only partially kidding but for the most part my experience is folks that aren't interested in bringing goodness into the world aren't very aren't very creative and, and no, don't have not. much to do with, with, yeah. with art. So it, yeah. it's kind of a, they kind of self-select out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I always feel like, um, you know, not enough schools implement art and music Gosh, like they should. Right. Can you imagine that there's so many kids that are, that's that, that could, that might be their thing. And if you just start them, if you start them that early and they're drawing or coloring or playing instruments, they leave me, they're going to be so it's like that, 10,000 hours that you get, you have to take before you become professional or good at something. Right, yeah. Could you imagine 
it's, you'd have like these all these incredible like artists you know like it, i think it really needs to be implemented more you know it's really dude, that's important. it that's a whole other podcast on its own yeah the, yeah, the, yeah the self-defeating nature of eliminating the fine arts from school systems is yeah it's it's a, it's truly a shame but, yeah it is yeah Oh, man. Well, this has been great. I'm so glad that uh, that you would come on. I really, really appreciate you. I, I I'd be happy to keep talking about it. We've been we kept you for like an hour yeah, now. No. And, uh, um, man, this is so good, Ruben. Really appreciate you. Um, anything else? Where, where, me so, best Archie comic ever. Uh, Passions personified. Anywhere else you wanna you wanna direct, um, folks? That's pretty much it. I mean, my website, rubenohada.com. Yeah. Um, uh, you can stay tuned there. I'm I'm actually. As of last night, I opened, uh, I started a Substack, so a lot of okay. uh, a lot of uh, uh, stories and scripts and things like that that are unreleased. I'm gonna start to uh, put them on there. Um, so for anyone who wants to get like, uh, uh, and actually that's a good place for like if if you want help with some of your own writing, um, I'm always willing to help. You can reach out to me from there as well. But I just started that, so it's not assembled fully yet. Yeah, but I will be putting things on there and exclusive. I'll have like exclusive uh, uh, stories, comics, PDFs. I'll put full PDFs of independent comics I had back then that no one's ever seen. I'll just put the whole thing on there. Uh, exclusive podcast episodes, um, all kinds of things like that. I'll end up putting it on there, but you could probably find that link from um, my rubenahada.com. Eventually, it'll be like, you know, the Substack rubenahada slash rubenahada. Uh, basically because I, I got my name on that one as well but yeah. just starting that one so it doesn't it doesn't look complete yet but it will eventually i promise um Dude, you do everything you've got your hands in everything i'm so impressed yeah I, I just try you know if it's there and i haven't i gotta i gotta gotta go for it you know yeah that's so, so cool well friends yeah. thanks for sticking with us in this for, for being with us for this wonderful special very special episode <laughs> episode 44 of coffee and capes uh we'd love to hear from you about it um, go check out Ruben's stuff. Um, leave us a, leave us a comment on, on all the places. Gosh, why do we always have to go through these things? I don't know. Everybody knows them, but it's what we do, right? It's part of the, it's part of the gig, I guess that, uh, we'd love to hear your comments on, on Ruben and, um, what you think about the, the Archie book and anything else of his that you're checking out. Uh, let us know Instagram, Twitter, uh, email supers at, uh, at coffeeandcapes.com, our website, coffeeandcapes.com all the things. All right. I'm bad at the promotion part. It, uh, it's not what I'll enjoy, but I know it's an important part of what we do. So Ruben, thank you so much. This is truly a treat. Thank and, you so uh, much. Look forward to, uh, to following you and all the things, all the like million things you got going on and seeing what, uh, what, where you pop up next in the world. Yeah, no, thank you so much. We'll see when, when I get my, my original IP, I'll see if I get the, maybe we'll do a, a part two and I'll get my interior artist and we'll come in and do like a, a duo or something you know i would I mean? can... no joke i would truly love that yeah that'd be, that'd that would be, be a lot of fun and then you'd really get to hear how we both coordinated and went back and forth. we can show some exclusive images and stuff yeah we, it, i think there's something we can do in the future when we finish that you know yeah i like it i'm gonna i'm gonna hold you to that <laughs> awesome all right <laughs> I have your information i can't yeah, yes gonna, gonna, that will be fun we're gonna stay That'll in touch i would love it yes awesome ruben thanks so much Take care. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Till next time, everybody.